Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Light Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Light Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. God is good all the time. Amen. We have made up our mind. We are not turning back. Goodbye to the world. Amen. This Thursday, a lady accepted Christ Jesus at Jesus Answer Campaign. And when, when I was leading her to accept Christ, I said, Satan, I denounce you and the world. And she said, Satan, I denounce you and the world. I said, yes, amen. Give the Lord another clap offering. God is good all the time. So we thank God. Amen. Once again, I welcome you into today's service. Be rest assured that you'll be blessed. Amen. And that you won't go back the same. And that you will not remain the same as you came. Amen. No one comes to the Lord and goes back the same. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Last week, we saw from the scriptures that if you are not saved, then salvation is what? everything amen but the moment you become saved now salvation is not enough now you have to walk in the lord or live your life in him and be rooted in him and be built up in him and be established what in the faith and i did explain that until you do that you will not see the glory of god because salvation is a free gift but all other things, it's purely up to you. The only thing God wants you to have by all standards is salvation. But once you are saved, the rest is up to you. That's why it's possible to see a Christian with a lot of what? Troubles. Amen. Because then it's what? Up to you. Amen. Today, we are going to look at something very important. Amen. And I would like you, this is... I would like you to listen to it with all your heart. Amen. Amen. You see, if people become Christians, if you become a Christian, if you truly become born again, there must be a change in your life. Now, life, life is not one way. Life is made up of different aspects. Amen. Amen. To, call, to really understand life, look at, okay, to really understand your life, look at the car. In fact, in the spirit, God normally speaks to us regarding our life or life by using a car. Amen. I've thought that here before, life as a car. So you see a car, for a car to move smoothly, a lot of things has to work well. So is life. For your life as a Christian to move smoothly, a lot of things must work well. You know that scripture, all things 
Work out for the good. Not wanting things. Work out what? For the good. Amen. So that is life. Amen. If you become a Christian. And every Christian want their life to change. Listen, we are full of problems. Life is full of problems. We've complicated what? Life. The, the only difference is there are different types of problems or there are different levels of what? Problem. Amen. But those problems are not meant to be there in Christ if you are in Christ or if you follow Christ. It's meant to what? Change. So for every Christian, they want to see a change in their life. But some Christians don't see changes in their life. Amen. And to make even matters worse, every unbeliever or your friends who are not believers, when they find out that you are saved, they expect to see a change in your life. Because it is inbuilt in every human being that truly when you know God, you change. That one, it's inbuilt. It does, even those who say they are atheists, they know. They would have come across me, they expect better from you that you are a Christian. But we've seen a lot of Christians that even hearing that they are Christian is like, you don't even want to know. <laughs> and this is a problem. Amen. So how do a Christian change? How do a Christian transform the word is transformed because transformation is the key word like me me <laughs> amen transformation is a key word amen so how do you transform how do you change but i prefer the word transform amen and whenever i hear the word transform the caterpillar and the butterfly always come into mind because when you know the caterpillar and later you see the same caterpillar as a butterfly. The only thing you can do is, isn't it? Total transformation. Mm-hmm. So when we become Christians, yeah. we are to be transformed, meaning total change. That everyone, including yourself, will know that the person now there, he works with God. The person now there, he works with what? God. And the Bible did show us how you can transform. Amen. But many a times we don't pay attention to it. Many a times we come to Christ or the Lord and we want a change in this context. But the change we want, we want the change to happen in a certain way, by a certain means. But many a times it will never happen like that. Because if it would have happened like that, you already know it. Why have you not changed? <laughs> have you noticed? Many Christians come, even sometimes they speak to you, pastor, they tell you their problem. They are speaking to you as a pastor. Then after they are telling you what you should do so that their problem should go. <laughs> it's, it, it doesn't work. It's like you go to the doctor and say, I'm sick, this and this, so give me this medicine. Then you don't need the doctor. <laughs> you understand? Amen. So we are going to look at how to, to, to be what? Transformed. How you can what? Change your life. Transformation means a total change for better. For better. And transformation is ongoing. 
transformation is, as I said, life has a lot of departments. Mm. It's ongoing, and you must be able to transform in different, different departments of your life. Your marriage is a department. Mm. Your finances is a department. Yeah. If, you are, if you have children, the training of your children is a department. If you have, you're a pastor, your work is a department, just like everyone's work. Work is what? Their department. How can a pastor be able to cast out devils? It doesn't happen overnight. When you become a pastor, you have to be transformed to the extent that now you are able mm-hmm. to cast out what? Devils. Mm-hmm. Amen. And, and so on, so on, so on. So we are going to look at how to what? Transform for yourself. Only you can transform your life. Amen. For yourself. And the Bible did tell us clearly how to transform. Amen. The Bible showed us one way has to be done in two ways to be transformed. So let's look at how to be transformed. Amen. Amen. I know it's so simple. Many of you will not believe it. Mm-hmm. But it's simple. Mm-hmm. Many people think some shaking must happen, you must see an angel or something, but it's not really <laughs> like that. Even many think that once you pray and you fast, you'll be transformed. No. Yes, prayer is one of the several things you will need to what? Do. Mm. But you can, I know people right after praying and fasting, they are in sin. Right after praying and fasting, they are in sin. Because for many of us, it's even our needs that drive us towards pray. So we are going to look at how to be transformed. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Amen. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Mm-hmm. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Amen. Amen. So Romans chapter 12 verse 2 says, Do not conform to the what? Pattern of what? This, this world. world. Amen. But be what? Transformed. Amen. 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 By the renewal, renewing of what? Your mind. So Romans, the Bible tells us that we were all once in the world. And he said, we should not conform, we should not continue mm-hmm. to live, to go by the patterns of what? The world. Because remember, we don't want the things of the world. That is why we fought, move into Christ. So then he went on to say, we are to be what? Transform. Note, be ye what? Transform. Other versions say, but be what? Transform. So for a Christian, it is expected that you be what? transformed amen. amen you'll be what transformed amen. and he showed us how mm. he said by the renewal yeah. of yeah. our mind mm. it's that simple but many of us we are not transformed many of us we transform in one area the other area we are not transformed so he said do not conform to the pattern but you be transformed by what the renewal of, of what? Mind. Of what? Your, your mind. mind. Note, he didn't say brain. He said mind. There's a difference between the brain 
and the mind. So the brain is the organ. You know, when they open it, who has watched Indiana Jones before? When they open it, see some zigzag. <laughs> that is the brain. Amen. But the mind is the faculty of consciousness, of thought. How you think. You know, that is what the mind. And uh, it is spiritual. The mind is spiritual. Yes. The mind is spiritual. The brain is physical. Amen. Uh, so the mind is what enables someone to think. You see, consciousness is spiritual. When you watch that documentary, The Day You Die, I Die, the people who were medically dead, mm. they still had conscious. Mm. You see, when you are asleep and you have dreams, you still remember. It's not, it's the mind. But of course, the brain is the tool of what? The mind. So he said, be renewed to be transformed to be transformed, you are to renew your mind. Note, your mind. Don't try to renew my mind. Don't try to correct me. <laughs> if you want to change, if you want your life to change, if you want it to change, don't try to change my life or tell me to change to suit you. But you change your life by renewing your mind. Renewing your mind. Note the word. He didn't say by thinking but renew meaning there's a thought pattern you already have there's a way of thinking the way your mind works that is how you are what you are but if you are going to be transformed you need to renew that way of thinking that thought what pattern and the the, the key the word renew important because many of us we are like on auto we, we, we don't stop to rethink. Renew means rethink. We, we never stop. If you're a driver, you understand this. You've been driving home all the time. You see, many a time you think you are thinking, but you are not thinking. So the day you have to go further, by the time you realize, all along you haven't been thinking. The same thought is just guiding you, but you don't know. So to think, to renew, you must pause and rethink the way you think. Many don't rethink. How we went two years, five years, we, we still like it. Maybe two years ago, three years ago, you were right. But today, that same circumstance, you will not be right. Because others have changed. Circumstances have changed. So if you don't stop to renew your mind, you, you won't face transformation. So he said, we are to be transformed. The only way you can be transformed is to rethink, renew your mind, the way you used to think. So in your finances, if you need a change in your finances, you must sit down and begin to think, rethink about your finances. Your marriage, your relationship, you are supposed to what? Rethink about it. Hmm. I didn't say it's there, isn't it? It's a bad bit. By how do you get transformed? By the renewing of your mind. Amen. So because of this, because of this, if you have to be transformed, if God is going to be transformed, there will be a lot, and I mean a whole lot of do not do. Do. Don't do. Do. And all that don't do, do not do, many, many will not stop you. Because many will, many even to be offensive. Because there are things you, you hold there, you think you are right, but when the renewal of the mind can, you realize all along you've been wrong. Mm. 
Oh yes, I've come across couples that are sure of themselves. I've come across couples, for example, the woman will call me for the counseling, so sure of herself, and when we begin to take, you see that she has been the wrong all along. And it's many a time when you tell them they can't take it, some they even cry. Yeah, they even cry. Amen. All along they were sure, like, amen. They said, be renewed. Amen. That is one. Look at Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22 to 23. So all I said is to show us how or what it means to be what? To renew your mind in order for you to what? Be transformed in order for that change, that shift to happen. Yes, the, the word, the, the word transform comes from the Greek word which means metamorphosis. Mean a complete change. Mm. Someone who is addicted to alcohol and drugs now walk and go for years without alcohol and drugs. That is a metamorphosis, a complete mm. change. Mm-hmm. Someone who is very quarrelsome, officer does not quarry again. It's okay. That's a complete change. Opposite. Do we get it? Someone who is a thief, stealing, stealing, does not even give, share, now giving, sharing, that's a complete change. Someone who is selfish, it's about him, 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 him. Even if you buy water, you have to share it (laughs) 50-50. There are people like that, but may you not be one. And now, now, even buy you water and buy you Coca-Cola. That's a complete change. That metamorphosis means change from one state to what? Another state. Mm. So science will tell you that the caterpillar metamorphosis. Mm. Isn't it? Yes. Yeah. But look Amen. at the Ephesians 4, verse Ephesians 22 to 23. That you mm-hmm. mm-hmm. put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Amen. Amen. To the 23. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. So note, so he went on, the scriptures went on to tell us that this renewer must be in the spirit mm. of our mind. Mm. Other versions say the attitude of your mind. So Romans said be transformed by renewer of what? Your, your mind. mind. And the Bible went out to show us that this renewal of our mind must be by the spirit of our mind, mm. which makes a friend. I will explain to you why. Mm. Now, remember, you are not a spirit. You are a soul, meaning you are made up of a flesh mm. and a spirit. So every human being is twofold. You have a spirit in you, and you have the flesh. We've done it here before. Well, mm. the spirit... The spirit is just like you. In fact, that your spirit is the real you. You understand? And, and your spirit is just like you. If you are lazy, your spirit will be lazy. In fact, if you are lazy, it means your spirit is lazy. Many people don't realize that. If you are, wherever you are, your spirit is like that. If you, you are someone who dreams and God speaks to you in dreams, you see that your attitude and your character in your dreams is just like the physical. Your fears in the physical, you see it in your dreams when it come up. You see that your attitude, your expressions. But when you have a dream, do you have eyes to see? Many a time you are even 
snoring, isn't it? But you dream, you wake up, and in the dream, you saw, you heard some review work. What do you think? And you remember the colors. What do you think saw? Because your eyes were closed. It's your spirit man. What do you think heard? It's your spirit man. Amen. So, so, so he went on and said, this renewal must be done by the mind of the spirit. Meaning it must go deeper. Amen. So your spirit has a mind. And your, the mind is, when they, another word for you to understand, use the word consciousness. Consciousness is not physical. It's your spiritual body. Amen. But anyway, I don't but I said, be renewed in the spirit what? of your mind. So when you read Psalm 51 verse 10, in Psalm 51 verse 10, when he was praying, he said, create in me a pure heart and give me what? Renew in me. Renew in me what? A right what? Spirit. We are only reading this to show that the spirit of the mind must be renewed as we said this. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Psalm 51 verse 10 mm-hmm. Create in me a clean heart, O God And renew a right spirit within me And renew God David knew that A right was spirit Amen. So he said this change that you want No, to You are to what? Be transformed That transformation you want Must come by renewal of your mind And he said this renewal of the mind Must be done The renewal of your spirit what? Mind Why? Because your spirit is the one who knows you than your own self because you are your spirit i don't want to go into the spirit because if you are getting confused try to listen man as a spirit we have that teaching it shows you it will give you any other thing amen mm-hmm. so even though your brain your brain is the physical the mind is the spirit body but the spirit and the physical is what connected, connected. amen you see, this is the reason why I've brought this is this is one of the reasons why many seek change but they won't get it because they forget to deal with it spiritually. Yeah. And when I say spiritually, I don't mean prayer fast now, show you how. Hmm. Amen. God, till you get this truth, you can strive, but you will never. Amen. Why? Let me show you first Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. You will see why we say we should be transformed in other words how to be transformed is by renewal of your mind and not just your mind but renewal of them the the, the 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 mind of what your spirit amen. amen it is because it is your spirit that know you than anyone amen read it for First us first corinthians chapter mm-hmm. 2 verse 11 mm-hmm. for what man knoweth the things of a man Save the spirit of man which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. So he said, Amen. what man knows himself? No, except the spirit mm. of man who knows himself. So your spirit is the real, your spirit knows you than anything. So till you transform the mind of that spirit, you will not be what? Trap. Uh, please, are we getting it? Okay. I will drive on. So it is to the extent that even God, you see, when God wants to know you, He doesn't, God doesn't deal with our flesh because He's a spirit. He deals with our spirit. So if God wants to know you or what God wants to speak to you, He speaks to your spirit. 
Yes. That's why we can say you are spiritually dead. That's why many don't hear from God, but you, you hear physically. So when you read Proverbs, and let's read it, chapter 20, verse 7, it says, The Spirit, your spirit, is the candle of God that He uses to search you. Why, why that? Because it's your spirit that knows you better. Amen. As we are here, we all, a lot of thoughts are running in our head. Some, some, you are not even aware you are having those thoughts. But it's run, but it's your spirit. I've been there several times. Several times I'll be thinking and I don't even know this is what I'm thinking and the Holy Spirit will speak to question me or answer me regarding what I'm thinking for I realize, hey, all along this was what, what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. You, you, you understand? Without even me being what? Aware. Amen. So look at Proverbs 20 verse 27. Amen. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 20 verse 27. Mm-hmm. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Amen. So he said the spirit of the man is the candle of what? Lord. Other verses say the lamp of God that searches all the parts. Why would God use your spirit to search all your parts? Because you know now. Because your spirit knows you better than yourself. So that is why to be to renew your mind, to be transformed, you have to renew or do it by the renewal of the mind of the spirit. Amen. All these things we read is just to show you is deeper than just changing your physical thought. With just the physical thought, you will not be transformed. That's why he started to say, don't conform to the pattern of the world. It doesn't matter whether that pattern is right or wrong. But if you want to transform, you want to see transformation in your marriage, in your relationship, in your finances, it must be done by you renewing, reassessing, rethinking the way you think by your spirit, your real you, deeper, your real you. No face, no face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because listen, everything in the world is yes or no. Whenever you say you don't know, you don't know, you are lying. There's something. So, <laughs> so especially when, yes, I will, I will. It's not coming from the spirit of your mind. It's the face value. And that one is what the Bible calls hypocrisy. Because as I'm saying, I'll see whether I'll come or not. I'll, I'll let you know. Already I know whether I'll come or I will come. <laughs> already I've decided so that means I'm a hypocrite isn't it but you think I, I will let you know okay. amen so the spirit of your mind so now the question is how do you renew your mind which we have seen and how do you transform which we are seeing by renewing what of your mind and by renewing the spirit of mind so how do you renew rethink rethink Amen. How? By what standard? Because I said not to the pattern of the world. So meaning anything worldly, even if it has worked for you in the past, for you to change, to have that change, that transformation, totally change that when they see you, they will know. You don't need to say you've changed. When the caterpillar changes, 
he doesn't say anything the moment we see the butterfly we know it has changed when you change you will, if you, the more you are trying to say you change means you have it changed you see change cannot be denied it, it is obvious when you pretend it's just a matter of time when something comes out we know how long you haven't changed but when you change it is obvious you speak louder than any other thing amen now how Colossians chapter 3 verse 8 so how do you change we are to change by renewing of our mind how do you go about it to what standard because it's not to the pattern of the world not to our ways not to our thoughts not to what we think works or doesn't work because many of the things you think it works you know it works for a season and later you realize it doesn't work because people are changing the world is changing but the truth transformation has eternal it, it, the things that bring about the change doesn't matter the people that are changing or the world that has changed it will still transform you mm. how? Mm. Colossians answered us let's read it Colossians mm-hmm. chapter 3 verse 8 mm-hmm. but now you also put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy filthy communication out of your mouth Colossians 3 8 yeah. Okay, start from the seven, let's see. In the, in the which you also walked some time when you lived in them. But now you also put off these things. Put off these things. Anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Amen. Mm-hmm. Read another version. Colossians 3, verse 7, seven to yeah. 8. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived. But now you must also rid yourself of all such things as these. Anger, rage, malice, slander, and... Okay, what I want is in the 10. In the Amen. 10, sorry, Amen. forgive me. The 10. Yeah, let's read the 10. Amen. 3 and verse 10. Colossians chapter 3, 3, 3 verse 10. Yeah. And have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. Amen. So he showed us how to put on the new man, how to be transformed. So here he gave us the specific way. He said, renew, put on the new man, which is being renewed in the knowledge, in the image of Christ. So, the new way you are to change the way you think. Mm. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. It's by doing it by the knowledge, in the image of God. Mm-hmm. which is Christ. Amen. Which is the Word. John 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. One, John 1 verse 14. Uh, John chapter 1 verse 14. Say, and the Word became what? Flesh. Flesh and dwelt among us as the only begotten what? Son. So the Word is what? Christ Jesus. Revelation say His name is called the Word. Uh, the word is Jesus. He said his name is called Jesus. So the image, the image of the creator is Jesus. Mm-hmm. Bible says Jesus is the invincible, uh, is the image of the invincible God, God and had all the fullness of, of God. God. Amen. And today, where do you see Jesus? Have you seen Jesus before? Sorry? Go on. Eh? Mm-hmm. No, maybe she has, but it will be in a dream or in a vision. And I don't think it will be more than 10 times. 
and I don't think one will last like an hour. So what happened to the 365 days? Amen. But today, where is Jesus? The Word. That's why I said in the knowledge. In the knowledge. So knowledge means information. We have knowledge, wisdom, and what? Understanding. So knowledge is knowing the Word. Knowledge is what? The Word. Do you understand? So now the Bible is saying, if we replace it, the Bible is saying that for you to be transformed, for you to see that shift, that change in your life, you have to renew your mind by conforming to this word, not to the pattern of the world. And not renew, meaning not carry on as usual, but you have to go back to the way you do things in every department of your life and now rethink about how you do things in by this way by this knowledge that is how you renew your mind and if you do that then there will be transformation because without renewal there will not be transformation and you cannot renew it by the science book or anything but by this word I'm a pastor I'm a man of prayer I pray amen I pray a lot. Amen. Even as I'm talking to you, <clears throat> for you to understand me, I pray a lot. Amen. I, I pray a lot. I mean, the work of a pastor is prayer. Amen. But it's the main thing. 50% of the time must go to prayer. Amen. <laughs> but I've come against people who pray and you even choose worldly people over them. I've come against, I've come across people who see visions, dreams, and you will even want to associate with them. Because all those things mean nothing. Yeah. Do we understand? Yeah. Those things is meant to help you to be transformed. It's like the petrol in the car. But the prayer is the petrol. Without the petrol, you can't go anything. But the petrol also means nothing. Because the way you drive, when you see a traffic light that says red, stopping is everything. Yeah. You, 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 you understand? Stop is everything. When you see a bicycle try to overtake you, holding on is what? Everything. Amen. So I'm saying that to be transformed, what the Bible says, is by renewing your mind. Renewing your mind by the knowledge of the word. So meaning, anything you do now, any area that you want your life to change, you have to go back to the word. You have to find out what the word says about it. And now begin to obey that word. You, you think you meditate, you make notes. And now, for example, you make notes. Then, based on the notes, based on the notes, because it's you. Maybe if you are quick to talk, the Bible says, do not be quick to talk. You, now, you must tell yourself, I mustn't be quick. When my manager is talking, let me just wait for him to finish. Then when he finish, I will tell him what I think. You think this is simple, but you'll be surprised. This will stop all your challenges you have with your manager. Yeah. Because all you know, once your manager is talking, you are quick to talk. So it comes out across, you are always challenging. You are always rebellion. So your yeah. manager too has decided to be firm on you. So you are not happy in the workplace. You say they hate you. 
but you'll be surprised just obeying that word. Yeah. Don't be quick to talk. Alone will change everything. So you see that your department of your life will be transformed. Yeah, yeah. Now your manager will see that now. You wait and you listen and you tell them what you need. He won't see you rebellious. It doesn't matter. Sometimes it doesn't matter whether you are or not. It's how you come across. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. You can have all the good intentions, but you come across in a certain way. Why? You see? So if you are going to change your life, as a Christian, if your life is going to change, there will be a lot of not do. Do. Do not do. And do. So if you cannot handle the do not do and do, your life will not change. Your life will not change. We can pray 30 hours for you, soak you in anointing oil. When you come out and God even come, it will come with do not do, do, do not do, the knowledge. I'm telling you. Amen. That is, you see, that scripture, so I say obedient is better. Better than sacrifice. Mm. Yeah. Because obey means do not do. Do. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. Obey. See, let, let me show it to you again. You will see that, like we read Colossians, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Chapter 3, verse 10. ten. Let's read the 7 to 10. You will see that when he was talking about transformation from the old self to the new self, you see that he was, he was specifically by telling us things we shouldn't do in order to be transformed. So when you study the Bible, the Bible is full of do not do. Mm-hmm. When I became a believer first, then food wasn't popular. Blackberry didn't have much. So I used to have a small notebook. And I've written certain things. Do not do. Especially those that matters to me. I know it matters to my friends. And I used to tell them. I used to say, some, some they will argue. And I'll show them. I'll show them. They will say, ah, it's in the Bible. I was full of do not do. Do. Do not do. Do. Amen. Because you are a reflection of what you've been doing. Whether you accept it or not, no matter your excuse, you are. And you will be. You are a reflection of what you've been doing and what you are not doing. I bet you, if you start exercising one hour every day, every day for two years, we will see a difference. We will see a difference. You know, I used to have six packs. <laughs> you see, they are laughing. It's true. I used to have six pack, but now I don't have it anymore. Amen. Because there was <laughs> there was a season that my work was said that I was always carrying things. You know, a, a crate of drinks, twenty-four crate. I used to carry two with my two arms at the same time. Yeah, not I. I, I did it. I did it to the extent that now I found myself carrying two. I'm in a rush, isn't it? We are always packing drinks, we are always lifting. Because I used to have a pub and I used to have a mobile cell in beachside and thing. So we are always moving drinks into pickup, always. And I'm the boss, it's my owner. So I'm always, but I realize now I hold two. <laughs> you understand? Yeah, we will see the difference. But I don't do it. One day I just check and ah. Nothing was showing, no like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing will show you because I've stopped doing something. Mm. Last time I decided to walk and I walk, I think I walk over an hour. 
I walk all the way from Norbury to TK Mass to TK Mass all the way there. I don't remember whether I walked back home. No, I didn't walk back home. <laughs> so I walked from Nobri all the way to Tikimas, the Pelly way. So when, when I got there, when I sat down, off a sudden, I felt under my feet, itching me. Itching me. That was the first time I felt that. So I knew I haven't been doing something. I haven't been active enough. Because it should never happen to me. And it has never happened to me. But it's because my, the, my nature of my job now, I'm always sitting down. You see, mm. I'm not active. Mm. The, the change is speaking. And if I continue like that, something mm. else will begin to be happening. Mm. <laughs> you see, so you, whether you know it or not, you accept it or not, you are a reflection and you'll be a reflection of what you do or what you don't do. So if God really comes to you, he'll always break you. Do and don't. I've said several people many a times. One thing I learned early from the Holy Spirit: whenever He comes to me, He tells me what to do and what not to do. Even if I'm right, even if I'm right, you are right. But you, this, that's when you see that it takes humility. Amen. It takes humility because it's about you, and it's in the Scripture. He said, "You forget about the big log that's in the person's eyes." So truly, there's a big log. I say you the small one in your eye, you deal with faith first. Mm. Because at the end of the day, it will be you. Mm. People who don't respect, they don't respect. But if you are respectful, wherever you go, you'll be found to be what? So if you also change to be disrespectful, you what? Lose out. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So let's look at it. Amen. So you see that in order to be transformed, he was specific with things. Amen. Colossians 3:10. 3, 7 to 10. 3, 7 to 10. Mm -hmm. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived. So the life you once lived, the old self, now we want the new self. Uh -huh. mm. How? But now you must also rid yourselves of all such things as these. So now you must get rid of yourself. You used to be this, but now you must stop that. Get rid of it means stop it. Uh -huh. What are the things? Anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. So Amen. he said the reason why we shouldn't do these things because we've put off the old self and we have self. taken off what the new self, which is what? Then renew in what? Knowledge in the what? Image of Christ. So you see that in order for you to renew in knowledge, he just gave them things not to do. And many today, if you should come to a pastor, and if you say, my husband, and the pastor should say this, one of this to you, you'll be offended. Because you'll be expecting some laying of hands, and the pastor telling you, it's your mother-in-law, and it's this and that, for your relationship to work. It could be that, but it's, it's normally not the norm. But if we should tell that, listen, in order for your husband, to love you as you are saying, do not be quick toward yeah. anger. Yeah. You will not be happy. You say, Pastor, you say I'm always annoyed. I didn't say you're always annoyed. I said, for this your problem. Slow down on anger. <laughs> you understand? But the point I want you to notice, in order for them to be transformed, we're asked things not to do. And note, you see these things, many of you will consider these things irrelevant. Or you will be underestimated. 
But because these things are spiritual in nature, that's why the renewer of the mind, the mind of the spirit is in it. Because the real being is not the TV, it's not the car. The real being is what we call attitude. Things that are in you, things that is in your power to do or not to do. Amen. 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 Let me show another scripture. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22 to 33. You see that he's talking about the same thing. Transformation, renewal of the mind. But you see that in that one too, he did mention things they are to do and not to do. In fact, the same thing. And you, this is clear because he was talking about the old self and the new self. And now when we talk about the old self and the new self, we are not talking about only sin. But the old self that has made you poor. The old self that has made you have no relationship. The old self that has made you have no friends. The old self that has made your children what they are. All those things are old self, pattern of the world. There are a lot of things that is okay in the world. But here we it won't bring transformation. Note, the fact that the thing is okay does not mean it's godly. The fact that the thing is legal does not mean it is good. Slave trade was legal. Was it good? And the fact that the thing is good doesn't mean it is godly. Godly things have eternal dimension. Amen. So it is only by godly things that people get transformed. Yes. Because all the challenges, the baseline is ungodliness. Mm. You, you are explaining to you and you understand. Read it for me. Amen. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22 to 32. Ephesians 4, 22 to 23. Mm-hmm. But the reason why we are reading this now is to show that in order for them to be transformed, have a renewal, you see that there are things they are to do and not to do. Please read it. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your mind. No, to be made new in the attitude of your mind. This is to be made new in the spirit of the mind. Remember we read this? Yes, to be renewed. So this is to renew. I look at what he said. Uh-huh. And to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Mm-hmm. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we are all members of one body. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry, and do not give the devil a foothold. Anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work, doing something useful with their own hands, that they may have something to share with those in need. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Amen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ God forgave you. Amen. Amen. So, you see that this scripture talking about renewal like the pollution is saying things they should not do. And many of these things today, if you tell a person that don't do, because by that your life or what you do, pray and fasting for will come, they will highlight it. That's why we are not transforming. So for example, he said, falsehood and speak truthfully. Falsehood and speak truthfully. It sounds like nothing. Mm. But I tell you, it's everything. Mm. When people know you speak true, they will trust you. Even if they hate you, they will trust you. 
when they know you don't speak falsely, you don't lie, mm. they will trust you. Mm. They will trust you. Mm. People lie. And because you lie, you cannot be trusted. And normally when you lie, you always also think that people are lying to you. So yeah. you are not able, no, it's true, it's true. to trust people. So you are there in the church, in the relationship, but full of suspicion. And the suspicion speaks. It speaks. It shows in your body attitude. It makes you unreasonable. Mm. But all the basis, you don't speak truthfully. Mm. You speak falsely. Mm. It sounds simple. It sounds minor, but it is everything. Eh, eh, it sounds simple. Eh, it's like nothing new, unattractive. But you can't do without air for seven minutes. <laughs> but you, you value, you value diamond and air. That's how humans. But the real value is air. It's the same as transformation. Wow. It's the same. Mm. That's why as the Bible is the spirit of the mind. Because anything that is spiritually is not physically, has no physical value. Have you thought many of the things you have? You are, and you lack, that's why you are not happy. There are people who don't have even one time for that, but very happy. Do you know why? Many of them, they get the wrong thing. They speak truthfully. So, for example, say, in your anger, do not sin. And do not let what? Some go down. Go down whilst you are angry. This, this one, speak. you would think it's simple, but this is everything. Many people, in their anger, they say things. And later, by the things they say, the relationship is poor. No matter how you try, every now and then those words come yeah. into mind. So if you should just obey this, this, this thing, that, because you will get angry. Angry is an expression. In fact, if you never get angry, you have a problem. But it said, once because you are angry, don't sin. You don't sin, meaning don't do wrong because you are what? Angry. Because more likely you regret. Two rights don't make what? Wrong. And say, don't carry your anger on overnight. Many people carry their anger on. Three years, you are still angry with the person. Meanwhile, for now, even the person is watching soccer, drinking Guinness. And you are still here anger. And it is not, it is affecting your blood pressure. It is affecting your judgment. And yeah. if somebody offend you the same thing, mm -hmm. and it has made you moody, and it has made you bitter, it, and the bitterness has made you complaining. And now, as you complain, everybody sees. See, every human being has a spirit, and spirit senses things. You, you sense it. Mm. So there are things that it's like nobody will say it, but we all know. We all know. One day, the, I came, the last month and when we were fasting, when I came here, that day, one sister said, you look very quiet today. I said, are you okay? I said, I am okay, but I said, no, but you look too quiet today. I said, I mean, I feel the same. Then I said to her, anyway, when I'm fasting, I, I know I come across as if there's something wrong. I don't know, because me in my house, when I'm fasting, they will keep it, are you okay, are you okay? But I'm okay. You see, they, because me, when I'm fasting, I get humbled. It's like, 
you know something is broken it's like i have to concentrate got a little time on those things amen <laughs> but they, they, they could sense it they could sense it. not like i've done anything they, they, they could sense it so all these things when you are you don't forgive you can laugh but people know it they can sense it just that they can't tell it or it's not in their place but it affects how they relate to you if they love you they don't even want to come close because they don't want to offend you further they say oh, people don't like me people but it's a simple simple thing because as for angry you will get angry your mm. children will make you angry if you have a partner be ready he will, he or she will make you angry. If your partner don't make you angry, there's something wrong with your partner. And the Bible says, those who married will suffer many troubles. By yourself, you are imperfect. Two imperfect human beings coming together. Won't you offend each other? You see, we are full of attitude. But he said, do not let, meaning deal with it. Deal with it. Don't carry it on. So you hear people say, anywhere I go with this, they are carrying offense. So it sounds simple. And for example, say, do not give the devil a foothold. Many of the things we do, we give the devil a foothold. A foothold means you give Satan the right to enter. And he will enter. Yeah. And anywhere that Satan enters, nothing good will be there. Yeah. Especially if he's been seeking you for a long time. Huh. Yeah. yeah, he's been seeking you, he's been seeking you, and you do. it doesn't matter. One of yes, it's true, but that one of he will enter. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And in the Bible, wherever you see Satan, mm-hmm. there's distraction. When he entered Job's life, what did we see? Distraction, distraction in marriage, in his relationship, his healing, his finances. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you see, just to obey this, you won't play with sin. You won't play with certain things. You will not think that you are excuse. In fact, the more spiritually you are, and that is if you are, or the more you've grown in the Lord, the more you make sure you don't give him. Because then be rest assured that he's been looking for you for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Bible says he's moving up and down, looking for the one he can what? Devour. So meaning if he hasn't devoured me for reasons, he's not able. But when you give him a foothold. And say stealing must not steal anymore. Mm. People steal. Mm. People steal. Mm. People steal. And like this, you think it's, it's easy. But people still, if you decide that you won't steal again, the moment you decide that you won't steal again, you begin to know the real value of money. And when you begin to know the real value of money, waste begins to cease. People steal. People are stealing money, people are stealing from the government, people are stealing even from God. People, if you don't pay tithe, you are stealing. He said, Where man rob God? God. And he said, In tithe and offering, you rob me. In tithe and offering. Are you saying offering too doesn't matter? And that is stealing. It's stealing. Robbing, the difference between robbing and stealing is robbing means the person can see you take it by violence. While stealing, you don't want the person to see. The person is not what? aware that's the only difference so even in court robbery has a higher charge yeah because there's an act of what violence attached so stealing the moment you make up your mind that you will steal you come to your senses because you know that this money if you finish that's it i have to manage it well and what does that do you begin to attain authority 
and you begin to manage money better, you become better. Because to a certain degree, it's not how much you earn anymore. It is mm. how you manage, you manage what you have. Yeah, amen. So this, the one who still should not steal anymore. It's some, it's it, all this thing will never pass through. Eternal. It will, it will never pass. From generation before the Bible age up to now, stealing has been a problem. There are mm. countries that want to steal, they cut the hand, one hand. Oh yeah, they cut one hand. Bam. You've stolen. In fact, there are countries, <laughs> I mean today, when you go and steal CT or mobile phone and they catch you, they will burn you. They will put tie. I'm not, I'm not assuming, I know, I mean today. Yeah. When they catch you, they will put tie and put petrol and they will burn you for stealing mobile phone. Yeah, because you see, that country can take a person the whole year to get a mobile phone, which is a necessity. So when you still, you still, ah, he doesn't even trust the police. Hmm. No, no, no. Yeah. Because to him, the mobile phone is just not a mobile phone. You set him back another year. Amen. And he went on to say, he said, but must work doing something useful with their own hands. Obeying this will change your life. You see, when you don't work, you have a lot of time. And the devil makes hands for what? Idle time. When you don't work, when you don't work, that's when you have the time to gossip, to worry, to hear. And your life begins to sort of deteriorate because you have no mission. But if you should work, your life changes. You, you become busy. You become to live for something. And that thing shapes you up. And also, you begin to have some finances, which cut down enviness and jealousy, and bring and, and deliver you from low self and steam. It, it sounds simple, but when you work, you won't get low self esteem. When you work, it begins to help you to be disciplined. If you are not working, you are not disciplined. You won't be disciplined. If you are working, anybody who is helping. It begins to help you to be humble because you begin to take instruction from another. You see a college girl, she's your manager and she tells you what to do and you know you have to do it. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. So if you don't work, eh, mm. it's not simple. Your life doesn't transform. Mm. You become full of yourself. Mm. A lot of things. And it not only work, but I say find something useful. And one of the useful things is when you are serving God, it changes everything because God begins to deal with your weakness. Yeah. Because remember, God yeah. said, any work you do, do it all your heart. So his work. Yeah. And many a time, true as you are doing, will bring out your weaknesses. Yeah. Because many people work because of money. But I said, to work for God is love. Will bring out your weaknesses. And if you are brought that weaknesses, correct you. Because your weakness is a result of your thought patterns. Mm -hmm. How come people are never late for work, but when they are working for God, they are always late? Because they don't see it as work. Mm -hmm. But if you should now do it well, it will, it will teach you, it will teach you to be disciplined, mm -hmm. to be there. And you see, that same thought pattern will help you with how you relate in other areas. So it sounds simple, but this is how you get transformed. 
I've come across people and they are in different challenges and as I pray as we do it, one of the things they have to do is work. And I mean these people that even the system say they can't work. But from the Spirit of God, they need to work. And as I say, and as they obey, and as they start working, their life begins to be transformed. Begin to be transformed. Like you marry a man who doesn't work, trouble for you. Trouble for you, mark it. He will end up smoking, drinking, or arguing with unnecessary. Because he has all the time, he's just waiting for you. You come. And when you come and you say you are tired, he won't understand. Because when you are there, what is your mind on? Somebody wrote their book. Look for that book. 200 pages. What every man think about. The title of the book is What Every Man Think About Apart From Sex. And when you open the book, it is empty. It is plain. Yeah, it's on Amazon. You can buy it. 200 pages. Plain. <laughs> and the book became a number one seller. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because everybody wanted to know. Uh-huh. And they realized nothing. <laughs> no, see, I've come across serious marital problems. And as we pray, as we go into it, I realize all the all the woman has to do is when the woman husband wants to have sex, the woman should allow. That's all. And those who hold on this, the marriage change. That's all. You can pray and fast and everything. You won't see different. Till you renew your mind. One woman told me I'm not a machine. When I was telling her this is the problem. So you have to. She said to me, I'm not a machine. And I said to her, when you say that it's an insult and it shows the way yourself you think. How can you say you're not a machine? Far be for it. Your own husband said, before you marry, any man you were sleeping, you were proving yourself. Not that you've married, I say you are not a machine. What an irony. I told her. And she came to her senses. Today they have a good marriage. She came to, because that is the truth. Because she thinks she's old now. One woman said, I want to do the work of God. I said, that doesn't have any bearing on the work of God. If anything, rather relax you. If anything, rather encourage your husband because she knows that if you, uh, uh, if you, are, you are happy, he rather encourage her. And I said, listen, uh, one woman told me she doesn't have time for that. I told her that you don't want your marriage. I'm telling you the truth. I told her that you don't want your marriage. I said, anyway, you are a hypocrite. Because I said, you have 24 hours. That thing eh, will never, never, never last more than 20 minutes. So you mean you don't have 20 minutes? out of four, 24 hours so you are telling you are telling god that you don't care about the marriage so why did you why are you fasting and praying for your marriage which one is easier and it's in the bible this says bible it's a woman you have no authority over your body he said do never never say no to each other except fasting and even that one you must give prior notice and understanding is in the Bible. Mm. That one will change the marriage. That one, and I've seen many. One woman said, I've, I've been fasting 40 days, and I've been fasting 40 days now. Even me, I'm a pastor, I haven't fasted 40 days before. <laughs> for, for her marriage. For her marriage. And her main problem was she wasn't sleeping with the man. So the man felt belittled. 
And I told her, she bought it. They have a happy marriage. Obedient is better than sacrifice. Sacrifice food, 40 days. No, no, I obey and eat 40 days. Hmm. Amen. So I'm just saying, it sounds simple. But see, this is godly purpose. It sounds simple. But by this, your mind. There's one said, do not let any unwholesome word talk come out of your mouth. Just speaking anyhow. You speak anyhow. Anyhow. People, people will be offended. You can't speak anyhow. You speak anyhow. You speak to your husband anyhow. Anyhow. You can't speak to your husband anyhow. You, you can't do. You can't. You, you can't do that. Speak anyhow. When you are standing before authorities, you don't know that this is a senior person. Anyhow, anything that comes into you, you think you have the right, you will make enemies. Mm. People will give you boundaries. Mm. Many, see, men, many men, marriage, they will tell me, she doesn't respect me. She doesn't. And 99.9% when I ask them, tell me why. It's always the way she talks to me. The way she talks to me. The way she talks to me. Mm. <laughs> you don't need fasting. You don't need prayer. Just renew your mind on the way you talk. That's all. Your problems will be gone. It sounds simple, but that's how. Then the man says, hey, these days, one woman said, I ask her, do you say please or no? Because I said, throughout this session, you've never said please, you've never said sorry. But I always see the man say sorry and no. She started crying. She started crying. I didn't say. Then they asked her this question. She gave me a funny answer. I told her, when you do that, it's not fair. Because listen, like I said, Madeline, come here. It sounds some way. When I said, Madeline, please come here. Just the word please changes everything. Just the word please. Well, I can say, hey, just get me that bag. Yeah. <laughs> some, some way. Well, I say, just please get me that bag. Just the way, please. Changes everything. Mm. No unwholesome talk. Yeah. See, the life is made of small building blocks. So forget about all those motivational speaking. These are the things that changes you. Transformer, we yeah. are ordinary people, we are humans. Yeah, we can do without all these things, but we can't do without ourselves. Yeah. Never forget that. And these are things that make us. So, if we want our life to be what? Transformed. It will, the Bible has a lot of do not do. Honor thy father and thy mother. Give honor to who honor is truth. Amen. If you dishonor people, they won't recognize you. They will also dishonor you. And he went on to get rid of all bitterness. Many people are bitter. But when you are bitter, you suffer. Because no matter how bitter you are, regardless, the people will carry on life itself. They will carry on. Many a time you see them progressing and it will hurt you the more. If you are bitter about something, deal with it and move on. Many people come across people who are still bitter about their parents. Their parents. Their parents. Right or wrong, now it will do you good. Now you stop for yourself. 
come across people they abused they were abused yes but now it won't do you good bitter about the decision about what they said about how they were treated <laughs> it even makes you unattractive mm-hmm. it makes you unattractive I'm, I'm reading this because we did read it and it said rage and what anger amen it said brawling and slander slander is damaging people's reputation sometimes the things we say mm-hmm. we damage people's reputation because mm-hmm. it's very difficult to build reputation yeah very difficult very difficult amen praise the lord jesus Hallelujah. every form of malice malice means desire to harm somebody or ill you wish ill you want something to happen negatively you you are waiting for that he said be kind and compassionate to one another many people are not kind many people are not compassionate but obeying these things will change your life you see when you are kind you begin to have a sweet atmosphere around you Compassionate. We are not compassionate. You, you want to experience it before you begin to understand and feel for the person. Do you want to experience it before? Then you have to be compassionate. Yeah. Like many Christians are not compassionate towards pastors' children. Mm. Uh, the children can't do anything, but when a pastor child gets it wrong, the whole hell. Meaning the yeah. pastor. But forgetting that this pastor's child, eh? He's also a child, and maybe he's even wilder than you, your children. And plus, the enemy, your demons, that the pastor cast out, all are coming against this child. And when you see how Jesus and some people speak against pastor's child, speak against, I see pastor's child are, are, been, are different. No, they are humans. And many a times, even worse than your children. And many a time, even if they were not pastor's child, they would have even been better off. But people don't have compassion for them. Like many people come and they accuse their pastors and they accuse the pastor's child. Let's not forget the pastor children, they didn't choose to be pastors. God didn't. A lot of things come against them just because their parents are pastors. Mm-hmm. When you study the Bible, warfare, whenever there's war, they go for the king and his entire household. household. And it's entire house. So you have to be compassionate. You have to. Amen. And the last one, he said what? Forgiving each other. Listen, forgiving each other. Why would the Bible say we should forgive each other? Because he knows we will wrong each other. He knows we will harm each other. We will offend each other. We are to what? Forgive each other. If you don't forgive if you don't forgive, the Bible says you will not be forgiven. So you have been forgiving me, but you are praying to God to forgive you. According to God, he will not forgive you because you haven't forgiven me. Mm. That's what the Bible says. Say forgive so that you'll be what? Forgiven. Mm. All I'm trying to say is it looks simple, but in the Bible, if you are going to transform your life, it will come with a lot of things like this. Do not do do let go begin to until you embrace it and you start doing it your life will not 
change. Your finances will not change. Your marriage will not change. Your relationship will not change. Your ministry will not change because all are compartments of life that if you need a transformation, if you need a transformation, my father in the Lord, there are a lot of things that confirm me. There are a lot of things I see that I think it can be done better. But I've never ever tried to even mention it to him. I've never even tried to compare. Why? Because I'm to honor him. Honor is not two ways. Mm-hmm. Honor is one way. Respect is two ways. Mm-hmm. But honor is one way. I'm to honor him. I'm not to correct him. Because I'll never be responsible for him. He will be responsible for me. I'll never account for him. He will account because I was his soul. Amen. <laughs> you understand? Well, and it has saved me. I have a sweet relationship with him. Not like I'm a good person. Not like I don't see wrong. But just obeying, renewing my mind mm. by what the word says. The word says. <laughs> It has, it has saved me. If anything, I'm rather learning from his mistake. And I tell myself, it's for him to make, for me to gain. Because when I see it, it's clear, isn't it? So that I will know what do the same thing. So church, to renew your mind, you have to go to the Bible. And not to get revelations, but go to the Bible to see what the Bible says. Do that you are not doing. And meditate on these things. Practice it. Do it. So it becomes you. That is when you will see the transformation. Go to the Bible. Find out from the Bible what you should not do and change it. Some will be straightforward. Some will not be straightforward because it has become an attitude. But I say renew the attitude of your mind. The Bible speaks about everything. It talks about lateness, why we didn't be lazy. It talks about a lot of things. There's no aspect of life that the Bible don't touch. So Jesus put it like this. He said, if my word abide in you, and you abide in my words, then ask whatever you desire, and it shall be given unto you. But there's a clause. First, align the word to transform you. And he also put it like this. He said, it, it, when they said, blessed is the woman who gave birth to you. He said, no. But blessed is he who hears what? The word and what? Practice it. Practice it. Practice it. It will not be easy. You see, when I said my feet started itching, I just said to myself, I have to start jogging. And I realized, hey, I'm going to start jogging all over again. It's not easy, especially the first three days. You begin to feel what? Pain. But as long as I continue, it will become normal. So practice it. By the time you realize, you have said, you've, shot, you've been rude to your husband. Hey, say sorry. Say sorry. 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 And tell about yourself, I will not be rude. I will not be rude. The next time I said, practice. No, I'm serious. And as you continue your life, your life, maybe you are used to shouting. But it makes you come across rude. Mm-hmm. It's not a matter of right or wrong. If you yeah. say, that is how I am, then be dead. Then you will not be transformed. Yeah. But if you want change. So by that, you come. <laughs> Meditate means think on it, concentrate. On yeah. and on, on and on, on and on. 
Because some of the things you've been doing it for 20 years. Yeah. So it might take another six months of continually practicing to change. Then after the change, that is when you've changed. You've been transformed. That is when you've been transformed. It's that simple. Renew your mind by the knowledge of the world in order to what? Transform. In order to what? Transform. I don't know what this word of God means to you, but you know what this word means to you. You know what the Lord has said to you. You want to lift up your voice and begin to pray in connection to this word. This is the time to ask God what you want him to do for you, how you want him to transform your life in any area or shape. Lift up your voice and just pray in relationship to this word. We must be transformed. We must be ongoing in order for our light to shine. We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's word. For audio CDs, videos, books and other information, please visit our website on www dot devotionallightchurch dot com God bless you